The French Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on this, what day of the week is it? Thursday. Casey Just Glare here coming to you live. We've got a fun show coming your way until 1 o'clock. We're going to be talking with some coaching guests. We're going to be making some things happen. Uh, we've got Andrew Kiawet of HL Bourgeois Boys Basketball will be joining us in the next segment. We want to have Coach Kiawet on to talk about his team, of course, but also to talk about his tournament. They're going to be hosting a tournament beginning uh, today, this afternoon, 3.30. Great basketball, good teams, good food, good camaraderie. We'll ask Andrew about his tournament coming up in the next segment of the show. <laughs> At noon, if high school basketball is not your thing, or if you're saying, ah, yeah, I don't really want to go out to Gray, you know, I want to stay a little more localized to Lafouche, go to Raceland. Watch LCO Middle School. They're taking on the Raceland Cubs today. Um, LCO has a great opportunity to start off their season with a bang and taking on a really talented, really gifted Raceland Cubs team. We'll ask Coach Pokey about the challenges of that matchup in the next segment of the show. And then we've got Coach Ree Case of Central Catholic who will be joining us at the bottom of the show at 1215. Um, so, you know, we've got a whole lot going on. Central Catholic is always good. They're always one of the better teams in the area. We'll ask Coach Case about the start to their season out there in Morgan City. Let's take a peek at the scoreboard from yesterday. It was a light scoreboard, um, but we'll tell you how everything shook out. We had uh, Destrahan fall to Livonia at the East Ascension Tournament, 44-39. to Livonia beats Destrahan at the Livonia Tournament by five points. We also yesterday had Terrebonne over at the Smoothie King Center, Get a 49 to 47 win over Barb. That's an excellent victory for Coach Brandon Brown and his team as they continue to play good basketball in non district play. Over at the East Ascension tournament, Thibodeau faced the host East Ascension team and fell 63 to 47. So East Ascension gets a win over the Thibodeau Tigers. Um, let's see. I don't think there's a whole lot more than that on the local scoreboard. Yeah, no, West St. John lost to South Plaquemine. I guess that's a semi-local game, 62-59. to uh, 59. The scoreboard will be a lot more hot and heavy today as we'll have a lot of local teams who will be in action playing over the HL Bourgeois Tournament and a lot of other local teams who will just be playing games either at other tournaments or whatever it may be. Um, so we'll be anxious to give you some of those scores um, as we get to tomorrow's Friday show to give you a rundown of who's going to win and lose and, you know, come up short, whatever it may be, uh, we'll, we'll give those results to you tomorrow. And I'll tell you who's playing in just a second if my, my damn app would load properly. On the girls' basketball scoreboard, there was a radio game yesterday. You were able to hear it right here on KLEB. And that was the Thibodeau Tigers rolling past South Lafouche, 64-26. to 26. Um South Lafouche just didn't handle the press very well for Thibodeau. And it wasn't even really like a press. It wasn't like a full-court press. It wasn't like a half-court press. They couldn't handle the pressure, maybe, is what I should say better. Just a lot of turnovers for the Lady Tarpons. And Thibodeau got out in transition, pushed the ball, did the things that they needed to do to secure a 64-26 to win 
over the Lady Tarpons. We had also yesterday, um, let's see, I thought Homa Christian School played. No, I guess they didn't play. So I don't think we have any other local scores on the girls' basketball side. Now today, on the boys' basketball schedule, we've got Central Lafouche and South Terrebonne over at HL Bourgeois. We've got HL Bourgeois and Assumption over at the HL Bourgeois Tournament. We've got um, Terrebonne playing Ellender. we got Shaw and South Lafouche. We've got a lot of big basketball games, high-stakes basketball games that will be happening in our area, and we look forward to seeing how those results shake out. Over at HL Bourgeois, I'm going to tell you the rundown to the schedule, give you the lay of the land if there's any of these games that you want to catch. They begin today. Central Lafouche against South Terrebonne at 3.30. At 5 o'clock, Brother Martin against Westgate. At six, excuse me, at six thirty, Terrebonne and Ellender, and at eight o'clock, Assumption and HL Bourgeois. All of those games are intriguing in their own ways. You got Central Lafouche and South Terrebonne be the first game for the Trojans after the decision by Coach Henry Latin to resign from the team. What's that going to look like without the coach in the locker room? Boy, there always seems to be drama at Central Lafouche, right? There always seems to be drama, and everybody on social media has some things to say. Well, I have some things to say too. Whenever your school has had now a first-year football coach, now a first-day boys basketball coach, a first-year girls basketball coach, a first-year baseball coach, a first-year soccer coach, and you're a first-year coach up and down the athletic department because you can't keep anybody, Maybe it's a you problem and not an everybody else problem. There's got to be a reason why everybody walks away from that school. First-year football coach. Pop took the job, quite frankly, because no one else would. First-year girls basketball coach. The previous coach goes to another school district. The soccer programs, they're excellent. Coach leaves. First-year coach. Now you got a new boys basketball coach. Baseball coach, oh, you lost your guy to Edie White. A guy just going up the road across the parish. Something is going wrong there. (laughs) Whenever you have so much turnover and such a lack of retention, something is going wrong there. And someone, be it principal, be it athletic director, be it the school system, someone is going to have to bring stability to that institution. I don't know all of the details with the Coach Latin thing. I know Coach Latin's a friend of mine. I wasn't in his locker room. I don't know what was or wasn't said, what was or wasn't done. But it just makes you wonder when you have so much turnover at one place. Maybe that one place needs to do some things a little bit differently to try to retain some of these people. Brother Martin and Westgate is an intriguing game because it's two out-of-the-area teams that you know will have great athletes, right? Brother Martin's not coming to a tournament in gray Louisiana to go two and out and lose the, the only two games that they play. They're coming here to be highly competitive. That's what Brother Martin does. That's what Brother Martin athletics are all about. Now, you look at their schedule of games. Oh, they're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and one without their football players, mind you. Their only loss was to De La Salle. They've beaten Slidell. They've beaten MLK Charter. They've beaten Salmon. They've beaten Sophie B. Wright. They're probably the favorites to win the whole tournament. 
<laughs> like just throwing that out there. They're probably the favorites to win the whole thing. Westgate, you look at their schedule, they're 0-2 to start the year, but you know, they didn't have their football guys. They're just getting them back. I expect to see a much more talented, much more gifted Westgate team today at five. 630, you got Terrebonne and Ellender. I think Terrebonne might be the best public school team in Terrebonne Parish. They're five and one. They're playing really well. They beat South Terrebonne. They beat Barb just this week. They've gotten some good wins. Ellender comes into the game leaking oil a little bit, right? They've lost a few in a row. They've lost three in a row. They're below 500 so far this season. But here's the thing I know about Ellender. When they're facing another parish team, they kick it up another notch. They don't like losing to local teams. They know when they're playing a local game, they're getting their opponent's best shot. And usually they give you their best shot back in return, and usually it's enough for them to win the game. So I think Terrebonne's going to be ready to go, but I think Ellender's going to give them a haymaker back. That that 6.30 game today is going to be juicy. I think that that's going to be a fun, fun basketball game. And then at 8, you got Assumption and Bourgeois. Bourgeois struggling this year. Only got one win, but I think they're much better than that record would indicate. And then you got Assumption, who's 4-2. and two. Fresh off of a win against Thibodeau. A win that most people wouldn't have expected that they would get. So, throughout the day, 3.30 through 8 o'clock, you're going to get really good basketball. This is the Gene Simmons Memorial Basketball Tournament over at HL Bourgeois. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. The winner of the Central Lafouche and South Terrebonne game will face the winner between Terrebonne and Ellender. So, I'm going to say Central Lafouche is likely to beat South Terrebonne, right? Like, I'm going to make that guess. So, you'd be looking at tomorrow them facing the winner between Terrebonne and Ellender, which would be excellent. The winner between Brother Martin and Westgate faces the winner between Assumption and Bourgeois. That's going to be some good basketball. I would favor Brother Martin over Westgate. Assumption and Bourgeois to me is a toss-up. And then, of course, the losers of the games face one another tomorrow. So up and down the schedule, it's a loaded schedule, and we can't wait to see how it shakes out. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to the guy who threw it all together. That's Andrew Kaiwet of HL Bourgeois. It's play-by-play on KLEB. It's the Big Finner Sales event right now at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? 
Come see us at DoFriendLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the DoFriend difference. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control need you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Bents RV to experience a top 50 dealer or visit us at BentsRV.com. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano.
we made the attempt to get Andrew Kaiway. We're going to get him. Andrew usually is, gets busy at school, and then he gets back with us a couple minutes later. I'm expecting to have him either in this segment or later in the show, but it's play-by-play on KLEB. We were just talking about his um, tournament, which is going to be rolling beginning today. They've got some great games out there. I would encourage everybody in the community to go on out and support that event. Um, we also talked in the last segment about the drama at Central Lafouche and how they're replacing their boys basketball coach in the middle of the season because he resigned. And look, and I said this during the segment, um, when you're replacing everybody every year, uh, what the, it's not a great environment, right? Every every coach there is a first-year coach right now. Um, and I know people are saying different things about what did or didn't happen with the basketball situation. I understand that, but the point remains the same. When every coach in your major uh, sports, football, baseball, boys basketball, girls basketball, they're all now first-year coaches, you're not holding on to people. And, and there's something there that needs to change. There's something that needs to be done differently to rectify that. Um, there's some big... Global news, uh, I'm not going to talk about Brittany Griner, y'all. I'm not. You guys probably don't want to hear what I have to say about that. Um, but she has been freed in a United States-Russia prisoner exchange. That happened earlier today. We've also got some big news today with the Atlanta Falcons uh, benching Marcus Mariota today. They're going to be playing Desmond Ritter for the rest of the season, um, or at least for the next game. Desmond Ritter <clears throat> excuse me, is a rookie out of Cincinnati who will be getting the ball for Atlanta. The Falcons still have an outside chance in the NFC South, so they're hoping that Ritter will give them a spark that Mariota was not able to give them. And then another big headline, uh, and a reminder, we've got Keegan Pokey at noon. We've got, um, at 12.15, we've got Coach Recase with Central Catholic, so we do have some more coaching guests. The New Orleans Pelicans got a win last night. And they're currently first place in the Western Conference, which is just incredible. They're 16-8 and eight on the season. They've won five games in a row. They've got a half-game lead over the Suns and over the Grizzlies. Um, what's most incredible about what the Pelicans have done so far this year is the fact that um, they really haven't been healthy. Like, the biggest thing that everyone talked about with New Orleans throughout the course of the last few years is all right they've got to be healthy they've got to have their guys intact they've got to have everybody available to play this year they've really not had that new orleans has had guys in and out of the lineup they played 24 games zion williams uh, zion williamson has missed five of those games uh herbert jones has missed seven games brandon ingram has missed nine games so they really haven't been healthy they really haven't been together cj mccollum missed four games with you know being in covid protocols but they're still finding ways to get wins, which I think is very impressive. Now, with that having been said, do I think that they're the best team in the NBA currently? Do I think they're the best team in the Western Conference? Yeah, probably not. But the fact that they're going to be poised to make a run in the playoffs this season is very impressive. And it just goes to show that kind of the path and the process that they've been following over the last couple of years, um, it's working. It's working. We're seeing that definitive progress being made and the team is heading in the right direction and giving folks a lot of reason to be super excited and super optimistic about what's to come in New Orleans over the next several years. And look, you've still got a lot of Laker draft picks to cash in on. You don't have a whole lot in the way of salary cap space, but that's okay. You got guys that you can maybe move or whatever for better pieces along the way if, if a trade opportunity comes present. 
but the Pelicans are certainly doing an excellent job. Last night, they got a win over the Pistons and improved to 16-8 and on the season. It was their fifth straight win of the year. Now they head into a big matchup on tomorrow, which is Friday night, against the Suns. That's the team that knocked them out of the playoffs last year. That's a home game, a chance to make a statement. I think that both teams are going to frankly see it as a chance to make a statement because the Suns last night got destroyed by the Boston Celtics 125-98. to So the Suns will be eager to let the rest of the world know, hey, we ain't going anywhere. We're still the top dogs or one of the top dogs. So I think that'll be a very physical, very intense basketball game being played by two teams that'll be hungry to try to improve themselves and improve their seating. LSU's lost a few more guys in the in the transfer portal in the last 24 hours. Today, they lost Cole Taylor, a reserve tight end, uh, into the portal. The Tigers really haven't lost a huge impact player yet. I know a lot of guys are excited about Jack Besh and think he could be that. I don't think anybody thought that Cole Taylor was ever going to be a huge impact player. But what it does now is losing him out of the locker room, it reinforces that the Tigers have to go get some tight ends. They were down to one scholarship tight end on the entire team. They're going to have to hit the transfer portal and go get some. And likewise, they're going to have to um, probably maybe get a high school signee or two to try to fill out that part of the roster. But I think that that's going to be one of the things. And Mike Scarborough talked about this whenever he came on with us on, I believe, Tuesday is he said, hey, if you lose a guy at a position, it's not the end of the world. That's just part of college football. The trick is going to then be to replace the person at that position with an upgrade, someone else in the portal who can maybe make a bigger impact or can make a bigger difference in terms of what you're trying to do. LSU's taking on Purdue in their bowl. Uh, as we know, as the Citrus Bowl. That's all the way out in early January, January the 2nd. And uh, the Tigers will have an opportunity to try to finish their season strong and earn their 10th win against a Purdue team that looks like they're not necessarily trending in the right direction. Their coach left for Louisville yesterday. Reportedly, some of the staff is going on to Louisville with him. We'll see if they get hit by the portal bug. Don't know what's going to be left of Purdue by the time January 2nd rolls around, but it looks like LSU's keeping their team mostly intact and will be able to go and give them a pretty tough shot. This Saturday, we've got one of my favorite football games on the football calendar. We've got the Army-Navy game, which will be played uh, uh, under what it looks like pretty good weather out in uh, Philadelphia, 42-degree weather. Navy's actually a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Army this year. Vegas doesn't think either team will be able to score. The over-under is 32-and-a-half. Army is playing to try to make a bowl game. They're 5-6. and six. Navy is 4-7. and seven. I think Army actually has already clinched a spot in the bowl game. I think they've already accepted their bowl. Uh, but either way, it'll be a big rivalry matchup. Army comes into the game having won two games in a row. Navy comes into the game struggling this season four and seven. And it's just interesting to think, you know, with all the hoopla about Brittany Griner and all the hoopla about her coming home. It's a woman who knelt before the, the national anthem and who... Look, however you want to slice it, she did commit a crime in Russia. She did something that was illegal there. I just wish that we would talk more about the Army-Navy game, which is the actual heroes in our country, instead of celebrating this clown who's coming back to America after doing something wrong. And now she's going to be made out to be a hero for, you know, maybe not necessarily getting down the right path. What happened to her was unfortunate. There's no doubt about that. 
But I also think that most reasonable people would never be in that situation, nor would they be arrogant enough to try to go to another country and break their rules, think that nothing bad could happen to them there. Lesson learned. And I wish we would focus more on the positive things happening instead of making a hero out of somebody who really probably doesn't deserve it. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Keegan Pokey, LCO Middle. They've got a big game against um, Raceland today. That's a big, big matchup. Boy-girl doubleheader out up the Baya in Central Lafouche. We'll catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Coach Pokey. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Do you want a free, easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Fence RV to experience a Top 50 dealer or visit us at FenceRV.com. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Welcome 
Welcome back to play-by-play here on KLEB. Casey Jiskler here. We go to the phone lines for the first time today, and we have LCO Middle School Athletic Director, Football Coach, and Boys Basketball Coach Keegan Pokey on the line. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well, Casey. What about you? Doing good, man. You guys are starting your season. Well, you've already played some games, but you know, you know what I'm saying. You're getting into the meat and potatoes of your season. Got a doubleheader matchup today against Raceland on the road. How has the preparation been after the first weekend tournament, man? Uh, how have the guys been practicing? Yeah, so we uh, after this weekend, we kind of kind of went back to the fundamentals a little bit. We we turned over the ball way too much for my liking uh, against even with our wins. We we turned over the ball, so we went back to the fundamentals of learning. Um, how to read defense, how to read their hands, uh, using a pump fake, especially with a, a press on us or even against the zone, um, doing the little things to, to make sure we're taking care of the ball. And that's especially come up and uh, be handy for the next week and a half. Uh, we play racing tonight, like you said. And then uh, this week we had the Morgan City Tournament, which we were probably going to see a lot of pressure then. And then all next week, we've got four games next week that we're expecting to see a lot of pressure. So going back to the fundamentals of just passing ball, reading the defense, and doing the little things to make sure we, we're taking care of the ball. You guys went 2-1 and one last weekend. Uh, give us a rundown. I know the first game against Evergreen was a defeat. Then I believe you guys beat CCA. And then who else was the other opponent that you beat? Morgan City. We had to beat Morgan City. Okay, good deal. So, um, I know you talked about the turnovers, trying to get rid of that. What were some of the things you guys did well? Yeah, so we um, our defense was really, really well found uh, against Evergreen. We, we were actually winning at halftime, thirteen to nine, and then with the turnovers that happened in the second half, they kind of ran away with it. Um, but against CCA, same thing. Our, our defense was really well against Market City. We held them to three points in the first half. So our defense is there. We, we're making, uh, uh, we're moving with the ball when the ball's in the air. We're blocking out extremely well. We're getting out in transition. Uh, just when we get out in transitions, sometimes we, we turn it over the ball, we're giving it right to them. So if we could go ahead and continue to play solid defense and continue to do uh, the little things, continue to do the fundamentals right on defense, I think the offense will come around. I think we'll start making big-time shots. So I think we'll start scoring inside and everything else is going to fall into place. Bro, it's crazy. I was having this conversation, I believe maybe it was with Damian the other day over at Golden Meadow. I don't know, it might not even have been him. We were just talking about how good the coaching is in the Bayou region for middle school basketball, man. Look, Damien's over at Golden Medal does a good job. You do a good job at LCO. I saw Lockport there well coached. You've got Derek Zush. You've got Mark Sanders. You've got uh, Jordan Stive. I mean, you've got some really, really good coaches who have won a lot of games at the middle school level. And I know as a young coach yourself, you look forward to those challenges and you can learn from facing other coaches. Man, it iron sharpens iron. There's some good coaching in our middle school ranks locally. Yeah, Brian Colley once said that if you if a coach ever tells you that you uh, you created a play or if you came up with something on your own, uh, that coach was lying. And uh, it kind of helps me out too a lot uh, when I'm looking back on film or if I see something that I said, cool, that was a pretty cool thing, especially even when I go watch high school. Uh, but a lot of times at this middle school level, you see things that these coaches are doing well um, and you implement it back into your program too as well. So, yeah, it, it, it is a good thing to have. It's a good thing for high school uh, basketball too as well, not even in our local um, high school team, but it, it, for everyone, everyone in the parish. You know, we want all our parish teams to do well. Um, like when Thibodeau won the, the state title, everyone was cheering for Thibodeau, even down here. So uh, to see all those great coaches come out and support in the middle school, going ahead and coaching in the middle school level is, is awesome to see, and it's fun. It makes middle school sports fun. 
Facing Raceland today, I know you've got a tremendous amount of size, but so do they. There's going to be a lot of physicality in the paint. You're going to have to try to slow down their guards. Was there explosive and quick there as well? It's going to be a big challenge, but talk about a little bit of the game plan of how you're trying to slow those guys down. Yeah, so when um, when we walked in the gym the other day on uh, for the West Sibyl tournament, I'm like, God damn, we're, we're big. And then when Raceland walked in after us, we were like, holy smoke, we're small. And um, the racing is huge, man. And like you said, they're explosive. But they're even big at their guard spots. They got some size. Um, so our matchup uh, might be a little bit different. Our game plan might be a little bit different than it was in the past. But we're going to go ahead and, and we're going to make them try to beat us from the uh, outside. If we're good. And last year we did the same thing for our first two matchups. We said, hey, let them shoot from outside. If we block out and uh, limit them to one shot, then we have a shot. Uh, but handle the pressure, make them shoot from outside. And uh, just to get improved, you know, if we win, awesome. If we lose and we improve, I'm, I will still be happy at the end of the day. But um, I think the kids are up for the challenge. I think the kids are, are ready to, to face racing. I know after last year, it kind of left a bad taste in our, our mouth, uh, losing Tim uh, in a, uh, such a highly anticipated game. So I think the kids are hungry. I think the kids are going to want it. Uh, I think we're going to play extremely well tonight. One thing that's really cool, and look, I was at Lockport against Central Catholic on Monday, and then I also saw pictures and some video of Golden Meadow and Grand Isle on Tuesday, is that like because these middle school gyms are a little smaller and a little more compact than the high school gyms, when you fill them up, it's loud as heck in there, man. And I was at Lockport Monday. It was loud. It's louder than any high school environment I've been in this year, and the kids are cutting up, and they're making noise. And um, for the guys, like – is, is there any point of emphasis to try to make sure, yeah, that they're fired up, but also that they're not too fired up? Because, look, I've been in Raceland's gym. It's going to be rowdy in there tonight. How do you make sure that they're in control of their emotions from the get-go? Um, just the focus. You know, I, and I'll, as a young coach, uh, early in my career, you know, I, I wanted to be that uh, Haru guy to get him pumped up, you know, uh, scream a little bit for the game. And I kind of realized that the, the more calm and collective you are, that's any sport, but the more calm and collective you are before the game, it kind of rubs off on the team a little bit. So um, in the same sense, we want to come out ready to play, but uh, I think we're going to take the calm, collective approach to, you know, just have fun. And I think that that focus, that focus we have, the first two or three minutes is going to say a lot about the game. If we come out and, uh, you know, don't turn over the ball as much on all levels, if we come out and get a few stops, I think they're going to realize they could be in the game. And I think all the outside noise is just kind of, uh, stay outside. I don't think they're going to affect them at all. And last year, <clears throat> last year, and this is the reason why I scheduled, uh, I scheduled racing this year on the, on the road, and I scheduled West Tibbet on the road too as well. It gives us good environment uh, to play in. And last year we played in those environments. Those kids that are, are now starters are, are already been in those environments. So I think we're used to it. I think it's a uh, it was a great decision last year to do that. And I think we're going to be used to it, and we're going to be ready to play. So just to make sure that I'm hearing you clear, this is going to be a game against a parish opponent, but it's not going to count in the parish standings for the championship, right? No, they will not count. Um, when we come back from uh, Christmas break, we start parish, and that's when it's going to actually count for our parish games. Okay, good deal. Um, how have the kids been so far? I know you said you had a group that loved basketball. They loved being together. You've started the season now. You've been practicing for probably about a month or so now. What's it been like working with this group? Have you seen some of those improvements that you've hoped to see? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, from our guard play, Carter Cantrell has been uh, been a, a great leader. Carter Kale, and, and I see so much of myself in him on a standpoint that he will go ahead and stop practice 
and say, hey, y'all, it almost like, you know how, like, in college, after they shoot a free throw, the college kids get together and they say, hey, this is what we're going to do without the coach saying anything. Pretty much the same thing with Carter Colley. Carter Colley comes and he, he brings all of them together and say, hey, this is what we need to look for the next uh, possession down. And next thing you know, they're, they're doing something very similar to what he's spoken about, and again, an easy bucket. Colin Sainamon has been playing extremely well. He gets in past the lanes. He uses his length. He's there to attack offensive rebounds. He's doing a great job, and his shooting has uh, has gotten tremendously better uh, <clears throat> throughout his three years over here. And then you, you know what you're going to get out of Bo. Bo's the leader. He works hard. He's going to go ahead and dominate the paint, um, and he's always willing to get better. But uh, the main thing that we have, we just got to make sure we stay positive. Um, a lot of these kids, man, they want it so bad. So when they do one little thing wrong, and even myself, I got to stay positive. They want when they do one little thing wrong, they they feel like it's the end of the world. But yeah, we're we're improving each and every day. The kids come in, they they blare music, they got the radio on, they they're going um, they're going full speed, and they just want to get better each and every day as an individual and as a team standpoint. Let's talk a little bit of coaching philosophy here. I was having a debate with uh, a fellow coach in the area, and we were talking about the development of post players. And you've got a bunch of post players in your program, so I thought it'd be a good question to ask you. On one hand, you guys need those guys down low in the paint to get rebounds and score underneath and everything like that. But at the end of the day, those kids are like 6'3", 6'4". They're not going to be post players for the rest of their life, so they got to learn ball skills. They've got to learn you know, how to handle the ball and not necessarily play guard for you, but they've got to have those fundamentals. How do you juggle that? Because I'm sure... And sometimes, as a coach, it's easy to just say, you know, stick your behind under the bucket and block out and do those things. But you want them to develop their game more all around, too, knowing that, hey, there's going to come a point in time where you're not the tallest kid and maybe you're going to have to get outside. Talk me through that process. So the first, like, 10 minutes of so of practice, we work on ball handling. And uh, the kids already know exactly what they do. They, for 10 minutes, they're working on ball handling. And then uh, we move on to practice. But uh, I think I even think when uh, when we're talking about posting up and and you won't be in the post. I think po- like if if every kid learns how to post up, it'll benefit them in the long run because you could post up on a wing. Like if someone's guarding you and you go ahead and post up and get the ball uh, when they're taking the ball out of bounds. If you're trying to, as a point guard, the littlest guy on the court needs to know how to position their body. So um, using post moves and everything like that, like you're saying, that the person could go ahead and outgrow their position or become smaller uh, at their position. But using those post moves, getting the post up, isn't a benefit in the long run. But I always implement, uh, always implement uh, ball handling skills and everything like that. And if a kid uh, wants to bounce outside here and there, I'm not a coach that uh, really focuses on uh, being perfect at uh, are exactly what I expect from them. I just want them to play basketball. So, um, but they, they, they use ball handling here and there. And they, when they get to South Rouge, that's when they're going to really figure out exactly who they are as a, a ball player. If they grow, outgrow or uh, get too small for that position, that's when they're going to learn it from them. Good stuff. LSU's keeping a couple of their guys, man. Keishon Bouti coming back. The Tigers are heading to a bowl matchup with Purdue. It's cool to see an offseason where, you know, half of the team hasn't opted out and, you know, the other half hasn't gone to the draft or transferred and, Looks like LSU's keeping the core group together. Boy, that's exciting to see, isn't it? Yeah, and it just shows you the difference between one year to the next year. You know, the culture that was built uh, through Brian Kelly. And <laughs> there were so many haters at the beginning of the year. Like, oh, he's not the right fit because he talks different. Or he doesn't get too excited when 
when I, I never understood the one that he doesn't get excited enough. You see him, and a lot of times you'd probably have to block out exactly what he's saying <laughs> if he was mic'd up. But uh, it just shows you the culture he built. Uh, I mean, if Keishon Butte, Booty, would, uh, if that person is saying that he's coming back after the year he had, after the, the, all the things that were said from the, the head coach of, here, of his um, about how he needs to buy in, if he's coming back, then imagine what the program is like inside. And the, the kids that were losing, um, like Josh Beck and everything like that, like, they they deserve to go elsewhere because they kind of fall behind on the uh, depth chart. But the people that are staying, I, I think they bought in. And uh, it's going to be awesome to see uh, more than 33 or whatever the number was uh, in last year's bowl game. Amen, brother. Thanks so much for the time. Good luck against Raceland, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yep, that is Coach Keegan Pokey doing an excellent job. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, we're going to Coach Ree Case at Central Catholic. It is play-by-play here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this timeout. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Do you want a free EasyGo golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, Buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea.
Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. We go to the phone lines now. We go out to Morgan City Central Catholic. We have Coach Recase on the line. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Casey. Doing well. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. It is a fun start to the year. The beginning of basketball season is here. How have you guys played so far, man? Um, we uh, not bad to be honest with you. We just uh, just like everybody else that has a bunch of football players. We uh. We look really good in spurts, and we look really bad in spurts because we just get really, really tired really really fast. Started off the season, got a win against Northeast, beat Catholic a point coupe, then go play Vanderbilt on the road, and they put it on you pretty good. They get an 18-point win. Um, what were some of the lessons that you've learned through those first three games? Um, you know, I, the, the first couple games, um, we shot the ball really well. Uh, we were able to score a lot of points. Um but saw some stuff that we needed to prove on. And then, uh, you know, Vanderbilt was a good test. And, again, it's, it's one of those where they got a good team and they're deep. You know, he's playing. They're playing 10, 12 guys. And, you know, and I, we, we're not that deep. So, in the second half, we, I was talking to a bunch of my friends. We, we called. We ran out of oxygen. There was no oxygen left in the building. So, once the oxygen goes away, uh, you know, they, they went from a eight, nine-point game to a, you know, 25-point game really quickly. So, yeah, very good. And look, in, in terms of looking at your schedule going forward, you're back at it against Abbeville on Tuesday. Uh, doesn't look like you guys have a tournament this weekend. So, what are some of the challenges expected to face against Abbeville coming up on Tuesday? Uh, I mean, next week we have four games. So, I mean, Abbeville is going to be a big, strong, athletic team. Um, you know, a, a lot of our schedule. I mean, Northeast was a, a good example. Abbeville is a good example of teams that we're going to see you know, either in district or if not in district in the playoffs. So we, we got to get ready. Um, you know, we just got to, we got to be a better basketball team than the teams we're playing because we're not going to be bigger than them. And, and most teams are going to be more athletic than us. So that goes to the next question, boy, the last couple of years, you guys had a lot of size and had, a, you know, a lot of athleticism and quickness as some of those guys graduated. It sounds like you're saying it's going to be a little bit more of a fundamental, you know, maybe smaller uh, a group that's going to have to rely on the fundamentals a little more, maybe. Yeah, we had. I mean, we had really three really good seniors that graduated last year. My little point guard, Tyler Smith, uh, DJ Lewis, our our center, who has been starting for me since he was in eighth grade, and then Kai Margell. So we lost three really good seniors. Um, I, I really like the group we got back. It's just the difference is, um, you know, you got guys that were either coming off the bench or were role players, and now they're starting and they're thrust, you know, have wholly totally different roles. You know, either have that. I got to look at them to score, defend, and do stuff that they didn't do. And we haven't played together. You know, we, uh, you know, we've only practiced uh, counting yesterday five times, and we've had three games already. So, you know, we haven't really gelled because we haven't really been on the court together that much. Tell me about you know the process of getting those guys in shape, like you just said a minute ago. Is look, you and I both know, and I don't know how to explain this. I always joke about people. I don't know how to explain this. You got a, guys who could go play football for 60 minutes, beat on one another, run you know, for 80-yard touchdown runs, but the second they get on the basketball floor and drive from the half court to the goal, they're exhausted and need to go out the game. What is it about football and basketball shape that's different? How do you condition them and get them ready? Uh, it, it, is, it is two totally opposite things. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and the crazy thing, everybody's, oh, well, he played wide receiver, he played running back. Well, guess what? You, you don't get a break. In basketball, you're not either on offense or defense. You're on both. You know, in football, you run a play, you go back to huddle. Run a play, go back to huddle. Then you come off, and then somebody else comes on. And, you know, well, in basketball, 
doesn't work like that. You know, and it, it just takes time. I mean, I, you know, I, it's uh, it's one of those things I've been through a bunch of times, almost 30 times, but it doesn't get any easier because <laughs> you want them to be in shape, but you got to be patient because it, it's, it's just not going to happen. And, you know, the biggest concern I always have every year is, you know, is if you, if you go too fast with them, you push them too, then they go get hurt. Then you're really going to lose them, and injury is a whole different, you know, situation than a kid being out of shape. You know, an injured kid can't can't do anything, and you know. So, I worry more about this time of them getting hurt, just because their bodies are doing stuff they haven't done. You know, you guys have a little bit of an advantage in that. Um, you know, you guys have more grades at your school than the traditional high school. And I actually watched your middle school team play on Monday. Talk about that, as you know, you guys get your fingerprint on them a little earlier. Maybe teach them the offense, teach them the principles of what's expected a little earlier. Uh, I think that's a big advantage is that by the time they get to you in 8th, ninth, 10th grade, they already know what's expected, and there's probably less teaching that has to go on. Yeah, and, and, and that's huge for us. Um, unfortunately, the uh, the lower uh, basketball programs in Morgan City have kind of either you know diminished to almost either don't have them or, you know what I'm saying, very few teams like in Biddy Basketball. Last couple of years, we've had three teams that just play each other like round robin. You know, so if we – we got to spend a lot of time in the junior high trying to develop guys because we get guys in the fifth and sixth grade that have never played basketball before, you know, or haven't played bitty or, you know, have no basketball experience. And it's just, it's a necessity to be honest with you, Casey. If we didn't do it, then by the time they were freshmen in high school, they would have no, you know, no experience and, and not know how to play. So we spend a lot of time trying to teach them how to play basketball, especially in the junior high. Give us a rundown of the makeup of your roster. You say you lost three talented seniors. Do you have a big senior group again, or is it a little bit of a younger team? Uh, it, it, it's, it's actually a mix, to be honest with you. Um, uh, Demondrick Blackburn, who's our running back, who's been a starter for me, been playing for years, uh, is, is, is one of my seniors. Vernon Singleton was a starter for me last year. So I have two guys that started. Um, Dominic Case uh, is a senior. Angelo Viscardi, the senior, and then Gary Nykar, who started, was either starting or my sixth man the whole year, is a senior. So, and then after that, you know, we have a couple of juniors, a couple of sophomores, a couple of freshmen. We kind of, we kind of blend, you know. So, um, I like my group. I mean, we, I, I thought we had a really good summer. Um, the one thing I think we do better this year than we've had in a long time is we, we can really shoot the ball, you know. So, I think we'll bet we're going to look different when you see us play. Because we probably shoot a lot more threes than we normally do, um, but we got guys that can shoot. So you know that's the big thing. But again, when you make shots, offense looks good. And when you don't make shots, <laughs> offense doesn't look very good. And it's it's a lot harder to shoot on tired legs than it is on fresh legs. And it, it's it's so unique. You're coaching with your brother as always, and now you're coaching your nephew uh which has got to be really two, two of your nephews i mean that's got to be so cool like i mean what do you guys talk about over thanksgiving turkey or over uh, christmas like do you guys turn off basketball at any point and have to focus on trying to get away like how's that look i don't know if we talked about basketball and doing thanksgiving we'd probably be fighting <laughs> <laughs> we we try to as best we can and then you know, and then you, you had all my sons that all played basketball, and then my whole family is a basketball family. Ron's whole family is a basketball family. So it, once basketball gets brought up in any conversation, 
it, it always goes into who was the best in high school, who's the best case in the family, who's the best player ever. It's a whole – you can't even imagine. We just soon – we have to leave each other because it's, it's going to turn into a fight, I can tell you right now. A fight and an argument about who was the best player ever and who's, who's going to be the best player ever. Trust me. <laughs> so so I'm going to ask you, I publicly put you on the spot, who was the best player in the family? <laughs> oh, man. It just depends what brother you ask. We we all think we were the best, which is a good thing and a bad thing, I guess. If if you didn't think you were the best, you probably wasn't a very good player. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. I, I know who worked the hardest. Ron worked the hardest by far. So that's that that even that's not even close. If if I'd have worked as hard as him, I'd have probably been the best. But but I didn't work that hard. <laughs> talk, yeah, right. talk to me about that. They're like, okay. I know this, like if I were coaching a basketball team with a friend or just a colleague, that relationship looks different than if I'm coaching a basketball team with my brother. I coached a basketball team with my brother before a youth basketball team, and we went at one another a little more because we knew at the end of the day we're brothers and we'll get over it. Do you guys ever have arguments or disagreements on the sideline like that? Absolutely. I mean, because we're both very competitive, you know, and, and so, you know, and – I hope, and this is, I think, what makes it so great is you shouldn't. I should see the game different than he, he sure. does, and you should see the game different than your brother does. So, if y'all see the game the same way, then it, it doesn't benefit you. So we see stuff differently, you know. And sometimes he's like, "Oh, we need to call timeout." I'm like, "No, we ain't call timeout. We'll save it for later." Which, then after I look, wow, man, I probably should have called timeout, you know. But you see the game differently. So, but it, again, at the end of the day, we're brothers first. Yeah. You know? So I. It's just because we're competitive and we both want to win and we both want what's best for our kids, for our players. No you know? doubt. So, and that's, at the end of the day, you know, saying that's what it's all about. No doubt. Look, we're going to try to have you on in the next two or three weeks. So before we let you go, in those next two or three weeks, before we have you on next, what are some things you're hoping to see from your team? Well, just to get better, Casey. I mean, like I said, we, this week was good. We played Tuesday. And we don't play again until next Tuesday. So this is huge for us. We get a whole week of practice. We need to play together. We need to practice together. Um, I, I think we'll be better in a couple weeks. We're going to work hard defensively because we're, we're not very big. You know, so um, work hard defensively. Again, I think if we run good offense and we move the ball, we got some guys that can really shoot it. Um, so we're going to work hard, you know, on offense. We, we have a tendency to – the ball gets stuck in our hands sometimes, and we just, we're not good enough to do that. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we don't, well, I have one player going to do that. The Blackburn kid is good enough to do that. But the rest of them, we need to create shots for them. Very so good. We're just going to try to get better and get more experience playing together. Very good. Thanks so much for the time, man. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. Yes, sir. That is Coach Case over at Central Catholic doing an excellent job. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to get Andrew Kiowet. We found Andrew, and we'll have him on in just a second. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. It's the Big Finner Sales event right now at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. 
Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 Dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Fence RV to experience a Top 50 Dealer or visit us at FenceRV.com. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings, your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Steel outdoor power tools may be hard to wrap, but once they get opened, you'll see why steel is so easy to give. Find the right gift this year with battery power made by steel. From mowers and blowers to trimmers and chainsaws, our AK homeowner system of battery tools starts at just $199.99. Shop now by visiting your local steel dealer or going to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. All prices MSRP available for participating dealers while supplies last. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. During this holiday season, our thoughts turn gracefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we say sincerely thank you and best wishes for the holiday season and a happy new year from everyone at Ashley Barrios State Farm Insurance.
Welcome back to Play by Play. Casey Gisclair here. We go to the phone lines one more time today. We tried to get Andrew Kaiwet earlier, but now we got him. We've got him secured and lined up. Coach Kaiwet, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Good, man. I wish I could say it's worth your weight, man, but I don't know if I'm going to be worth your weight or not. Sorry no, you're going to be worth the weight for sure. You guys have a wonderful event happening the next three days, the Gene Simmons Memorial Basketball Tournament. I spent the whole first segment of the show talking about how every one of these matchups today are going to be intriguing in their own way. You got Central LaFouche playing the first game with the new head coach. That's exciting. You got Brother Martin, who's maybe one of the best teams in the state, playing a Westgate team who got their football players back. That's exciting. Terrebonne is trying to kind of take that title of being one of the best teams locally, facing Ellender, who's kind of the old dog. That's exciting. And then you got Assumption, who's off their great start, and you guys are trying to figure it out and starting to play better. That's exciting. Four great games. Coach, I'm fired up. That's going to be a good day of basketball out there. Yeah, I tell you, if you're a basketball fan and don't come check this out, I think you're kind of crazy. But, uh, but yeah, we got not only some some good teams, some great head coaches, uh you know, uh, and and I think it's I think it's going to be very very good. And you know, and I, I talked to Coach Beal at Brother Martin. He says, you know, he's not very good right now okay. because he's waiting <laughs> on his football guys and what they six or seven and one and played some great teams. I, man, I hate to tell you, but you can almost hand them a state title if they that damn good before they get their bad football players. No yeah. doubt. Look, man, you, you know me. I'm a media guy. You sh- you shot me a text yesterday. I said, man, come on out. Come get a good bite of food for for the patrons who are in attendance. I'm sure you guys are telling them to come hungry, right? I'm sure you guys got plenty to eat. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I know we cook in uh, hamburgers and fries, and I don't I don't remember if we have jambalaya tonight. But you know, you got your usual hot dogs and chili and nachos for the for the normal fan. But uh, yeah, and then. You know, my wife and uh, and Miss Franny Williams, who does our gate, they handle the hospitality room for me. So I know Casey and Brian are going to eat well tonight. I think you got uh, the main course of red beans, rice, and sausage tonight and oh. uh, spaghetti tomorrow night and uh, her famous roast and rice and gravy and white beans on Saturday. So, I mean, I couldn't – you can't do a tournament without without support help. And, look, I know I got on campus about 5 o'clock this morning and – the few times when I've stopped moving, I've sat down and watched film. So, I mean, it's like Brian and I were just talking about that. You just, when you host the tournament, you just don't ever stop. You guys finally got your first win of the season against Broadmoor. Talk about the confidence that that gave to your group because you'd had so many close ones to finally get one. I'm sure the kids are maybe able to exhale a little bit and say, hey, all right, let's, let's build on this. Well, look, I think I think we have a group of winners, and uh, you know, especially the young kids just coming up from the junior high. When whatever they went last year and lost one game, twenty and one, twenty five and one, whatever they went, and, and you know, and it just they they're talented, and you know, they they want to win, and uh, you know, look, I, I'll tell you this: I knew I had a good group when when uh, when this when this young group really didn't know a whole lot just about basic basketball you know like like defending and and what to do on weak side defense and different things like that but i'm gonna tell you that the especially young group and and it's kind of radiated throughout the whole group is they're so absorbent to everything and uh i think as a coach you know look i mean we're one in seven right now but i'm having a blast and uh they're just they're such a group that they want to win so bad, 
and they're giving their best effort to listen and to do things the right way. And, uh, look, I, I just, I think it's only a matter of time till we really take off. Will that one win really get us going? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I know this. I know if we keep, if we keep grinding, we'll end up being okay. And, uh, you know, we, we have a great group. We have the, we have the greater nucleus of our group back. We have three seniors right now. And, uh, you know, the, the greater nucleus of our group is, is coming back. Uh, right now we've been starting two to three freshmen per game. We got, you know, Chris Coleman's probably our best player as a junior. Uh, and, and we, we got a, another junior and a sophomore that play a lot of minutes. So, I mean, again, the, the nucleus of our team is, is returning. So, so hopefully this gets us going. This is a big opportunity today, taking on a very good Assumption team, an Assumption team that's kind of come out of nowhere. They really struggled last year, but they're off to a strong start, and you know they opened up the season unofficially in, a, in an exhibition, beating Central Lafouche. That opened some eyes. Then a couple nights ago, they beat Thibodeau by like 13 or 14 points. It's going to be a big challenge for your group today to defend your home floor against a very hungry team that's trying to build on a tough year last year, but is now currently 4-2. and two. Yeah, and what, what's scary about Assumption, and that's at, at the top of my scouting report, they're so athletic that that's what makes them very scary. Uh, we have to do a good job defending the paint. Uh, they're not they're not big. They're like us. They're not big, but they're they're so super quick. Uh, if if we have good gap integrity today, I think that's the biggest key to the game. If, if we have that, and and they still have some guys that can shoot the ball. But I think I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to mix in our defenses here and there and 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 I've got that in our report that that we're gonna switch a little bit two three and three two here and there we're gonna throw some pressure at them uh, you know but 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 again what makes a team scary that's athletic like that and and you know no disrespect they don't run a whole lot of offense there's a lot of dribble penetration and just get at the goal um, the the one thing I haven't seen from Seeing them play in person and seeing them on a couple of films, I don't see them kicking a whole lot. Sometimes they'll kick down to the post if you don't cover that backside post. But but our goal is to is to really control the gaps and get them to kick out and then recover out. And I think I think we'll be okay. And then I'm gonna tell you what else they do really really well. They they go to the offensive glass extremely well. So I think not only having gap integrity, but we got to control the boards. And then I think I think I like our chances if we can just do those two things, you know, along with the rest of the things we have to do. But I think that's the main two things. Coach, we had you on after the opener, and you said, hey, man, I didn't like our defense. I didn't like our effort a whole lot. We didn't run back in transition. You had a big, long list. In the games that have followed since then, have you liked your effort better than you did in the opener? Yeah, we've never played like that again. I, I think, I think in the fourth quarter of the Jesuit game, we got close to that, but it wasn't even as bad as that. And, and uh, I don't know what game I just said. Jesuit game. That's what I meant to say if I didn't. Yeah, you said but, Jesuit. Uh, but, uh, but we were hanging with Jesuit, you know, and, and <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Jesuit's amongst the best teams we've played all year. And, and we were down 10, 12, middle of the fourth quarter. So I mean, you know, when you got that, you look at we take Plaquemine in the overtime and they're eight and zero. Well, I mean, look, I, I'm gonna tell you when we were, I don't know what we are right now. I don't care what we are, but one of my assistants told me last week when we were zero and five, we were still in the playoffs. We were twenty seven, 
and, and they had teams with winning records that were below us. So uh, I think people get a misconception about power rankings. Heck yeah, it's important to win, but it's also just as important mys to schedule tough. And uh, you know, and I, I'm gonna tell you this: I, I'll put our schedule up against anybody around. Uh, we play such tough teams night in and night out, and and I'm gonna tell you when when the coin turns, you know, you're gonna be prepared to win quick. And and when it when it finally turns for us full, then we'll be back to our old selves. And, and I mean that that's that's what makes me feel really good to have a a really good group of kids that's hungry, that's eager, that listens well, and, uh, and, and they want to win. And, you know, and I challenge them every night. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to play anybody that's bad because if you play somebody that's bad, you're going to just go down to their level of competition. You don't need that. You need to rise your level of competition. Coach, before we let you go, we've talked about your tournament. I'm sure there's a whole lot of attaboys and attagirls that you want to give out to people who have helped you out to allow this to be ha- uh, happening. Who are some of those folks that you'd like to thank for allowing you all to put on this event? Well, first, I, I got to thank my administration. Uh, I'll tell you, we, we have four new principals, and they are all amazing. Miss Cassana Moses is incredible. Sean Preston, who I've known back when we were together at Thibodeau, and he was a football coach and I was the basketball coach. He's kind of our administrator in charge of athletics and working side-by-side with him. It's been a great experience. Uh, Mr. Norris and Miss McCorkle have been great. Look, and, I, and then when I started the show, I can't thank Franny Williams. I, I don't have to turn around. She's there for me, doing my gate every time. Uh, she's She's just incredible, and she helps organize a lot of things for me. Ancillary out of the out of the basketball picture, you know. Most coaches can say they can't do it without my wife, without their wife, and I'm gonna tell you, I can't do it without my wife for sure for this tournament because I don't have to worry about the hospitality room. All I got to do is I got to go grocery shopping with her yesterday to go get all the good foods and everything. But uh, she's been phenomenal, and, and look the the. Two other ancillary people we have, Brian Williams and, and Buck Leggett, that you see those two guys at every one of our games doing, doing the book, doing the clock. They're, they're invaluable to us. And then most of all, I can't forget my assistants. Uh, and I'm fortunate enough to have three really, really good assistants. Uh, obviously, Sterling Washington, who's, uh, who's been with me for five, six years, our head football coach. And look, when I gave him the football job, I said, there's one thing, coach, I said, you can coach football, but you're not getting out of basketball. And he, and he and he fully agree with that. You know, how many people get to coach with their own son? And this is, I think, our fifth or sixth year together. Uh, you know, and he's teaching side-by-side with me in PE now. So my son, Drew, is just phenomenal. He's out He's out cleaning backboards right now for, for the tournament. And then we got a new guy added this year, Dylan McElroy. Uh, Dylan Dylan actually came to school here and was a soccer guy, and he approached me, and I said, "Sure, we'll take extra help." And he he's really been phenomenal, especially like you know with the with the ancillary stuff. So I mean, all of those people I named, uh, and I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, uh, Eugenie Brown's another person who helps us with the gate. Uh, Miss Franny's sister Laquita uh, helps us with the concession stand. I mean, again, uh, Miss Brown gets us. Uh, student workers for the concession stand from our National Honor Society. I mean, it just it goes on and on. I, I, I'm sure I'm forgetting about somebody, and I apologize. But 
but man, it's you can't do it without those guys. No doubt, brother. Thanks so much for the time. Good luck today, and man, hope it's going to be a great event. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit. Thank you. Yep, that is Coach Andrew right. Kiowa doing an excellent job as always. Uh, his Braves are going to be taking on Assumption. That'll be a big challenge. I also kind of laughed and giggled to myself whenever he said that the brother Martin coach said, oh, yeah, no, we're not any good right now, coach. You're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and one. You beat Sophie B. Wright by 30. You beat Salmon by 25. You beat MLK Charter by 15. You beat Slidell by 16. Your only loss is to De La Salle. You beat Covington by 23. I think you're pretty good, coach. You're going to get your football players back and get even better, but they're probably the head and shoulders favorite to win the tournament, though there's going to be great competition. That begins at 3.30. If you can't get off at 3.30, no worries. They'll be playing basketball until 9.30, 10 o'clock out there at the reservation, HL Bourgeois High School. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll go over some of the topics in the world of sports, and then I'll give you our betting picks. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. This is State Representative Joseph Orgeron. During this holiday season, I'd like to give thanks for my family, friends, and also the patience and support of my constituents. I truly hope you have a wonderful holiday season and a healthy and prosperous new year from my family to yours. It's the Big Finish Sales event right now at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. They say America doesn't make anything anymore. They say no one stands behind their products. They say nothing is built like it used to be. But they haven't met us. We are Mueller, a family business building on 90 years of doing what they never could. Mueller Metal Roofs and Buildings. Made in America. Made to last. Danos is celebrating their 75th anniversary. Their thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made their progress possible. And in this spirit, they say thank you and best wishes for the holiday season and a happy new year from everyone at Danos. Welcome back to Play by Play. We're playing a little Roman Reigns music, the Bloodline. We're wrapping up today's show here on KLEB. Want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. 
I'll be back in one second. Now we're back. I had to go run across the studio to get my sponsor sheet. It's usually right in front of me, but it was behind me today, so I had to go and slide across the room. I want to thank the Blue Boot Foundation, Bent's RV, located on Highway 90 in Boutique, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do Friend Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafourche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. A reminder, join us on Saturday at 10 o'clock for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts. That is presented by Terrebonne General Health System, but sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. It's the Sports Corner every Saturday from 10 to 12 on ESPN 100.3, but hell, you could also catch it here on KLEB. Tonight, we've got Thursday night football. We've got the Rams, who will be hosting the Las Vegas Raiders in... Whew, it's kind of a butt bowl. Um, neither team is playing very well. I guess the Raiders come in playing better. They're 5-7. and seven. They've kind of turned their ship around a little bit. The Rams are going to be starting... Oh, I, I say the Raiders have kind of turned around. I'm, I'm wrong. They've won three in a row, so they are decisively playing better whereas the Rams have lost five-plus games in a row. The Rams are starting Baker Mayfield tonight after just one day of practice. Um, Not sure why the Rams necessarily want to use Baker Mayfield. Like, they're out of the playoffs. Tanking probably wouldn't be a terrible idea right now. Or, as a friend of mine said earlier today, whenever I brought this up in our group text, Maybe that's why they're playing Baker Mayfield because they want to tank and they know that he's not any good, but it is going to be Mayfield getting the football tonight for a Rams team that's depleted. There's no Cooper Cup. There's no Allen Robinson. Uh, there's no Aaron Donald tonight. Uh, they're beat up. They don't have any of the guys that allowed them to win the Super Bowl, and they're taking on Vegas, who, as I said a second ago, is getting hot and has won three in a row. So that one will be on Amazon Prime. Some NFL games that will be of interest this weekend. You got the Jets and the Bills. The Jets are 7-5 and five taking on Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to make a statement and is going to just absolutely avalanche the Jets on Sunday. Burrow and company are playing the Browns. I know you guys may be saying, well, why are you talking about Burrow versus the Browns? The Browns aren't any good. Remember, the Browns got Deshaun Watson back, so that will be a challenge for Cincinnati at home against Cleveland. The Vikings, I want to see the line on this. Let me click on this. I got a feeling the Vikings are an underdog against Detroit on the road. Detroit's playing much better. And, and there you go. Sure enough, the Lions are a two-point favorite at home despite being 5-7 and seven and hosting the 10-2 and two Vikings. The Vikings are an underdog in that game because the Lions have played so well. Lately, the Lions won 40-14 to 14 the last time they took the field, then lost close to Buffalo on Thanksgiving. And then before that, it won three in a row. So the Lions have won four out of five games. I mentioned this yesterday. If the Saints get rid of Dennis Allen, don't be, and I I don't know if he's going to be interested, but don't be surprised if they at least kick the tires on trying to get Dan Campbell. He's a New Orleans Saints guy. He was an assistant there. You could see the Lions are starting to turn that ship around a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if they at least made that phone call. They might get told no. Because the Lions are starting to play better. He might want to keep that train rolling. But wouldn't be surprised if that's a phone call that they make. Tampa is taking on the 49ers on the road. Usually you would say, ah, that's going to be a rough day for Tampa. 
But the 49ers, remember, don't have uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. They're going to be playing a seventh-round rookie draft pick. Neither team should have a whole lot of offensive success in that one. That should be an ugly, sloppy football game. You got traditional rivalry, the Ravens and the Steelers this weekend. The Dolphins and the Chargers is the Sunday night game. Monday night is New England and Arizona. The biggest favorite of the week is the Cowboys. They're a 17-and-a-half-point favorite against the Houston Texans in a matchup where the Cowboys will be facing a 110-and-one team that, quite frankly, doesn't have any interest in in winning <laughs> for the rest of the season as they're trying to get the number one draft pick. So let's get you our picks, and then we'll get out of here. We want to thank Andrew Cayouette. We want to thank Reek Case, and we want to thank Keegan Pokey all for their time. It's been a really good show today. On Sunday night tonight, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under 42 and a half. I don't think that the Rams will be able to score. I think that they're gonna have just enough on defense to slow down Vegas a little bit. I'm looking at like a 28 to 10 type of game. I think it'll be under 42 and a half. In the NBA tonight, I like um, the Nuggets and the Blazers to go over 227 and a half. I like. Uh, let's see, over 212 and a half for the Clippers and the Heat. Those are two games that I like in college basketball. Let's see if there are any that I could pick out of the list here that we like more than others. Iowa minus three over Iowa State stands out as one off the top of my head. But other than that, it's really a light slate. There's not a whole lot of college basketball. There's not a whole lot of NBA. The reason for that is the basketball schedulers and schedule makers have realized if you schedule a Thursday night game, you're competing with the NFL, and no one's going to be watching you. So that's why you see the NBA just has three games, college basketball just six or seven games because you're competing with the football game. Any player props in particular that I like? Let's see. We have um, tonight, Carr is over under 250.5. I don't really have a read on that one. Completions, 21.5. Don't have much of a read on that one either. Um yeah, I, I'll stick with the ones that I gave you. I think that that game will go under. Maybe, yeah, I'll do this one. I'll go over one and a half rushing yards for Derek Carr today. I think at some point in the game, he's going to scramble and pick up two or three yards, and I'll, I'll, I'll go over one and a half rushing yards for Derek Carr. He's not mobile, and remember in the NFL, sacks don't count against you. So if he gets sacked and loses seven yards, he's not minus seven. All we need is at some point in the game, the pocket to break down and Carr to just get two yards, and you win that one. We're going to wrap things up. Tomorrow is our Friday show. We'll have Damian St. Pierre on. We'll have Chandler Guitros on. We'll have our weekend predictions. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, the first day of the HL Bourgeois Tournament. We'll be previewing the weekend, talking about South Lafouche and Shaw. Uh, a whole lot. Today's local scoreboard for high school basketball was bare. Tomorrow it's going to be plentiful. There are going to be a lot of results to tell you about. I'll also tell you about middle school. I'll let you know how LCO does against Raceland. I believe Golden Meadow is playing Lockport tonight, so we could chat with Damien about that. We've got a whole lot uh, going on, and we can't wait to recap it all for you all. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to everybody for listening. If you're driving around during your lunch break, please be safe getting to and from. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. Casey Justler signing off. Have an amazing rest of the day. God bless you guys. This is Louisiana State Senator of District 20, Big Mike Fazy. I'd like to thank you all for your continued support and wish everyone a safe and happy holiday season. We are District 20. Do you want a free, easy-go golf?